boy summer. Yeah. Welcome back to Take a Pitch. It's your boys. We're back. Your favorite group ever. Your 11th favorite, I guess. Or, I mean, could be your favorite. Who knows? I don't know. All I know is we look good with these hats on, man. Hell yeah. Nice. Look at this. This is a nice trio right here. Mike's got his on finally. Looks good, Mike. It oh, good that was a lot. It, it fits your head nicely. Yeah. It does. You mean like, I think that's, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> It's a good thing. No. no, it is a good thing. So, uh, get your hat. Get your hats. Get... <laughs> Look at that. Identical. <laughs> Identical. <laughs> get your hats. Get your merch. Um, yeah. Outsideprod.com. Outsideprod.com. Link in the description. Link on our social medias. Check mm-hmm. it out. Snapbacks. They're really com- They're super comfortable. They yeah. really are. Yeah. Yeah. Super Super nice, super uh, super good quality. Yep, sold a couple, sold a couple yesterday. So they're going fast, guys. Yep. Yeah, High demand. All right. So uh, limited quantities available. Yeah, you want you want you want to <laughs> kick it off with our first topic, Max? Uh, I figured you can you can do it because you're more of a leadoff guy than I am. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess that uh, it would make a little more sense for me to do it anyway. So word has come out, or I guess it has come out officially, that uh, pitchers will now be getting 10-game suspensions if they are caught with foreign substances being used uh, while pitching. Is, is there a list of the foreign substances? Uh, I didn't see. Personally, I just saw that 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 there's ten games suspension. Yeah, I if you're didn't caught. see a list either. I know, like, and... go on. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see a list either, and that kind of is weird that you wouldn't mm-hmm. see a list. Yeah, on something, especially when you do it fucking mid-season, no list. Not even at the All-Star break, you do it in the middle of the fucking season. Yeah, June. Uh, I mean, I think it was June first or June second. I think it was June first. Uh, Literally Monday. sixty games, and it would have been a full season last year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it, weird timing, but I mean, you, you everyone knew it was coming realistically with the way that they were doing the whole thing. And, uh, you know, it was uh, it, pr- pretty crazy to say the least, because I know on uh, TikTok and Reddit and Twitter and Instagram, all, everything that I've been on, everyone is catching all these guys who had bad starts throughout the week. And they're like, well, there you go. That was it. Because now, you know, it was their most, first start that they cannot use it or they'll get a 10-game suspension. Most notably, Garrett Cole, whose most RPS were down what? 1,500, I believe. It's average. Insane. It was average on all his pitches was 1,500. So I was talking to Mac about that, though. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's mostly fatigue. That's what I thought, Just, too, because he was dropping his arm angle, team. too. He was <laughs> dropping his arm angle a decent amount. And it, it looked like fatigue to me as well, but uh, I mean, people, people, people uh, continue to have their theories on the uh, on the whole thing of uh, pitchers cheating. Um, and I saw or heard or read or whatever it was. Um, there's this guy. Some form of content. <laughs> some for, yeah, some form. <laughs> Somewhere I, I, I heard it this. Exists. I I, <laughs> I consumed this information somehow. And <laughs> there's this guy, uh, and he he has this suggestion for MLB to 
use it's like called like tiger tack or something tiger stick something like, like that tiger I, bomb I'm, almost tiger bomb no it's not oh, the same no. thing it's not a muscle reliever yeah it, it's it's a sticky, <laughs> sticky thing that uh that like uh the world's strongest man contests they use it oh the, the weight the powder or no no no, no it's, there's, it's there's, just like it's, it's like yeah. this it's stick. Like stick it's like it's like it's like stick em, yeah much. exactly oh, okay. yeah and he says the same thing well, it's not the same thing. He said that when he was testing it out, that you don't, inc- you very, very barely increase your RPMs, but you get a good grip on the ball. So he's he's trying to push for uh, MLB to use that as the, you know, the, the, the legal substance for yeah. them to use. Because it's just grip and no, no effect on anything else. So that would be right. interesting because... Um, you know, uh, there there are obviously a ton of pitchers who have used substances, and I mean, I guess we'll see what happens with them throughout the rest of the season, because there's no control group right now. There's no legal substance to use. If you use anything, you could get suspended for 10, 10 games, and that could be two starts for a pitcher, you know? So, or a reliever that's, you know, 10 games, that's week and a half two weeks that's uh you know a lot so i'm still trying to find this fucking banned substance list and i can't even find it i can't i couldn't find it either when i was looking i was trying to research before all i saw was articles on on it being announced that there was the that there was going to be the uh suspensions i'm surprised that there's not like fines instead and they're going directly to uh to uh 10 game suspensions I found that to be a little interesting. Yeah, that one was something that I, I kind of was surprised by. Mm-hmm. There's no warning shot, nothing like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, so I can't even find it. Yeah. I mean, oh. it's a lot. It's just pretty much everything. Yeah. There's <laughs> pretty much anything you could think of is on it, that list. Yeah, suntan lotion. Uh, spit, of course. Uh, I mean, <laughs> tar, yeah, anything you think of, it, it's on the list pretty much. Like, they cannot use anything, so I mean, something to look out for, something to watch. Um, I guess you know, I don't know, it's crazy. Uh, it, it, it's interesting to me that. And obviously, you know, these things are banned substances, but if this is coming at a time when hitting is at an all-time low and pitching is thriving, really. Mm-hmm. You know, there was an era where, you know, we had the steroid era. Pitchers got shafted. You know, and, and Major League Baseball really didn't do much about it for a while. Yeah. So pitchers are essentially taking the game back into their hands by doing what they can do. Right. You know, without getting caught, and now Major League Baseball is shutting that down real quick. It, it doesn't make sense to me here. Well, I mean, it's too different. It, you know, it makes but a lot of sense to do it in mid-season. Yes, because their ratings are probably shit, and they want offense. That too. Good point. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's really just something to look out for. I mean. uh I think we'll probably come back to this when a pitcher does inevitably get suspended for using a substance. Because what they're uh, doing Cardinals is they're sending, manager. Go ahead. they're sending it to a lab 
in oh, uh, are they? Yeah, they're sending it to a a legit oh, right. lab, and, they, and they're they testing like ten of Bowers baseballs, right? Yeah, like that's yeah, they, they've yeah. they've collect, they've collected over two hundred since the start of the season. Two hundred thirteen, something like that. Can't I don't remember the exact number, but yeah, there's there's over two hundred since the beginning of the season. So, um, I mean, yeah, something to look out for. We'll we'll come back to this uh, when uh, when the time comes when somebody inevitably gets uh, a suspension for it. Yeah. And what were you saying, Cardinals manager? Oh, Mike Schilt calls us uh, baseball's dirty little secret about pitchers using foreign substances. Which right. I don't think it's a secret so much because like everybody knows that it happens. Yeah, I mean it's just like, assumed. Yeah, like pitchers have been doing I mean, let me, doing let me this, for, this for decades. Billy, you were a pitcher, right? You yeah. know what? What did you did you ever consider it, using didn't, it or didn't need, like didn't need it? Yeah, I know you were too good for everybody. I know. <laughs> no, I never. You were too it. good to even get drafted. You were too good to I, even get drafted. I, I I didn't need it honestly. I just never needed it. But did you know pitchers who did? Yes, like of course. Kids who actually used it and, and yes. stuff like that? Yes, uh, a, hand, a, a bunch. Actually, probably most pitchers that I, that I knew have used really? something. Yeah. Kid, kid so I played travel with. not just major league level. No, no. I mean, uh, kid I played travel with, played school with, you guys both know him. He would use uh, Tiger Bomb, put it on his hat, huh. put, it, put it behind his ear, and yeah. He, he'd use that. So, Interesting. I mean, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, a common thing, it, you know, it, it's a deep rooted thing. It goes, you know, like I just said, it, you know, I, he was doing it in little league, you know, really not like little, little league, not like, not like Wright's like, field, like little league, 13, like, 15 years old. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like middle school, middle school, high, early high school. Yeah. If, it's, if it's who I'm thinking of, he didn't seem like he needed it either, which is crazy. I mean, most of them probably didn't, but a lot of them did use it. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it's crazy I, that, that so, it drips, drops down that that far. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, doing. I'll tell you the reason that I never used it is because I had I did try it in practice a few times, and I just I didn't like it. I liked the natural feel that I got. Like, I I rubbing the ball my certain way. I mm-hmm. I like to, uh, you know, rub off like the logo. And so I get a grip on my middle finger. I get the grip on my go. middle finger better Then it comes off my middle finger and it cuts more. So that's always what I did. That's really Not it. Bad. I didn't, I didn't need it. Free pitching advice. Here. My, my ball, my ball moved so much and I always had such good command. Yes, that I'm well I, aware <laughs> that I didn't need it. There was just no point. I'm not hyping myself up, man. I'm just telling you why I never needed it. No, I'm just having Vietnam fucking flashbacks that haven't been oh, okay. you <laughs> when you were trying to throw sliders and shit. And oh god, when I could actually throw, and we weren't all fucking washed back in the day when we would throw fucking an entire field's length long toss. That was, that was crazy. The the amount the amount of shit that like the distance that and the amount that we would do that we would do that at least once a week. It's amazing I didn't make a Crazy. high school high school baseball team. You had you have arm strength, man. You always did. But uh, you know, uh, let let's move on to uh, someone who may not have <laughs> as much arm strength as they used to, and definitely does not using substance because he got lit the fuck up. <laughs> Carlos Martinez against the Dodgers on Monday, I believe it was maybe Tuesday. He gave up 11 run 
in the first inning. And did he, I don't hey, did he did he make it out of the first inning? I think he only got one out at most. He might not have even gotten it out. I know Bellinger hit two home runs off of him in the first inning. The yeah, second one was a grand that. slam. Uh almost pulled a Fernando Tatis senior. And the better one. Didn't. I mean, he what? Didn't, but, he, but he didn't. Uh, he didn't. And uh, didn't, didn't he do that in Dodger Stadium too? Yes, he did. That's why. For the Cardinals? Yes. Yeah. So interesting, right? Full yeah, circle cool. almost. Um, yeah. So it actually boosted his career ERA up uh, 0.09, which is pretty crazy. It went from a 3.55 to a 3.64 in one start. Like, insane. For a while, he was a starter, then he was a reliever. Then he had, like, he had Tommy arm John, injuries. And they yeah. back to the reliever. It, it, he had a week weird baseball journey. I, it was either Monday or Tuesday. It was early in the okay. week. He's I'm had a sure weird exactly. baseball journey. Carlos yeah, Martinez. I'm just going to look up if, uh, his, what he did, what he pitched. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> not, not good. Just not good at all. Um, yeah, no, he's not, I mean, listen, I feel bad for Carlos Martinez because he was, he was this, this top prospect and he's supposed to be the next big thing and. Arm injuries killed him. I don't think he's really found his way since. I mean, that's, you know, that's baseball. That's the life of being a pitcher. Yep. You know, it really is. Yeah. Pitchers are very, very hard to, you know, um, to work with, really, just because you never know what's going to happen with them. You know, they could get hurt at any second and ruin their entire career. A prime example, Matt Harvey. The dude was a top 10 pitcher in 2013, got Tommy John, came back 2015, probably a top 10, top 15 pitcher again, and then just fell off in 2016. So, I mean, it's what happens. It's the risk. He pitched two-thirds of an inning. Two-thirds of an inning. Six hits, 10 runs, 10 earned, four walks, and a strikeout. Yeah. That's crazy. Let's get a strike out. <laughs> <laughs> One of his outs. One of the two. Let's talk um, it was K through nine, right? <laughs> um, Dude, that's brutal. Yeah. Pretty fucking bad. Like, I mean, we've had this. There was a bad pitch performance this week. Mad Bum and, and Peterson in that Wednesday game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peterson got a third of an inning. Mad Bum went two, but he got placed in uh, the IL. Yeah. With, I think, shoulder inflammation. Yeah, something like that. Which, and I hate to say this, it helped with fantasy. It did. I mean, um, kind of. For, for the time being, at least. For the time being. Um, yeah. But we, there were some, some shitty pitching performances this week. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of good hitting. The hitting's breaking out. Thank God. Bless you, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Mike, Mike doesn't need to be blessed any more than he already has been. The good Lord did enough to him. <laughs> Who's the good Lord? But, uh, whoever you believe in, I don't give a fuck. Okay. So we don't, uh, we don't, we don't, we don't discriminate. So uh, let's move on uh, to the uh, Cardinals' former manager. Was that a nuke or? Uh, you all heard that, right? Yeah. 
I guess Mike didn't hear it. No, Mike <laughs> I was yelling. I was yelling. <laughs> was that was that a nuke or a firework? I can't tell. Yes. Yes, both. Oh man, pretty way to die. Um, Tony Russo, now with the White Sox, has now is now the second all time in wins for managers. Two thousand seven hundred so overlooked and sixty four. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Because of the year he's had, this is going to get so overlooked. Yeah, well, it, it's really not not that surprising. I mean, I mean, the best is that picture of him with the sideways hat from yeah, there, there it is. Yep. I mean, with the, with the City Connect jersey. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's just cringy. Like, I I kind of love this entire stuff. season. I I kind of fucking love it though. He's embracing. I feel like that. I feel like that describes his, his entire 2021 campaign, just that picture. I feel like that's just 2021 for Tony, Tony Lewis trying his best to to assimilate back into baseball. I mean, kind of. He's, he's still, he's still old so school. Well he became a fucking meme. He's still old school, so. Always will be. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to take that out of somebody. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I mean. Second all-time wins amongst managers. He's already a Hall of Famer, so um, cool, I guess. Really, yeah, that's crazy to me. Is that he's already a Hall of Famer? Are they gonna like update his plaque or, or what's that? I don't know. If, I know they we will mentioned probably. It before, but yeah, when when he retires, re retires. Yeah, <laughs> it's what like, it's it's just a longevity thing. Like yeah, pretty much all managers that spend that accumulate those wins get happen to get lucky and just be on teams. At yeah. the start of their career, that just win a ton of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he was on the he was on the A's. Uh, he was the A's manager in the eighties. They were a good team, good team. You know, yeah, Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire, dude. I mean, pretty pretty easy to uh, score runs. And then he had uh, Eckersley. So yeah, pretty uh, pretty easy to score runs and win games. And then he was with the Cardinals, who were the second best franchise in the history of baseball. So. Uh, franchise is uh, literally everything right it seems like yeah in terms of development and stuff yeah pretty much fleecing the rockies etc etc speaking of a uh, 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 fleecing in a trade you know we were discussing this earlier in the group okay. chat I, I feel like we should touch on this yeah yeah as I, as we've said you know we said we said at the time that the red sox got absolutely fleeced by the dodgers in the mookie betch trade but Alex Verdugo is quietly turning to a star in Boston. Mm-hmm. You know, in addition to Jeter Downs being in in the in the system, I think I think this is the, the Red Sox are a lot better than people realize. Yes, and definitely. I think it's time to give them credit for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, they're they're a great offensive club. I think that their pitchers have been over succeeding. Yeah, they have, and they've also been scoring like ten runs a game. So yeah, like, that too. Oh yeah, they're an offensive club though. When, when they're an offensive club, when when they have fucking Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers hot, hot, hot for two straight that months. Team is yeah, it's, it's and don't forget JD Martinez. JD Martinez, and their no. and their bullpen's been very very. Similar. Yeah, yeah. You so, guys uh, played well, Dahlbeck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have they have a well-rounded offense. Yeah. He's why they win. 
I mean, yeah, we got we gotta be real. Yeah. Him in the rally dildo. Yeah. Um. Another thing I actually just remember that I want to bring up uh, is uh, the Rays prospect, Tyler Zombro. Did you guys see that? No. He no. got hit in the in the temple. Oh, shit. No? Didn't see this? No, no I didn't wow. see this. No. Yeah, he, uh, he was pitching in a game. He's on the Durham Bulls, uh, the Rays AA uh, affiliate. And... Double A? I they were triple A. No, they're triple A. Montgomery they? gets to the double A. Mike uh, and his yeah. biscuits. Oh, I know. That's Mike's minor league team. Come I on, know Billy. my biscuits. I know my biscuits. So he's on the <laughs> Is that a fat guy joke? <laughs> yes. And he got hit by a 104 mile an hour comebacker right in the temple. He fell down immediately and he lost consciousness and he started convulsing, actually. And the obviously the whole, you know, coaching staff and Training trainers there uh, ran out to the field and uh, they called a, an ambulance. The EMTs came out, got him, and he was convulsing on the stretcher actually too. Jeez. The umpires got together with the two managers and then they called New York and they suspended the game. Understandable. That's, that's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I thought they would do. And he is now stable and he's progressing well, which is a that's miracle. Good. Because that's getting hit in the yeah. temple is scary. So, dude, you said 104 miles an hour off the temple, and I'm just like, oh god, please tell me this has a fucking semi happy ending at least. Yeah, yeah, crazy, dude. Uh, so that's insane. You don't course. hear it that about that that often, mm-hmm. but like when it does, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. I mean, like we, we've t- we've seen Kevin Pillar get hit in the fucking face. Yeah. No, that was a 94 mile an hour fastball. He saw the damage it did. Yeah. He almost got hit again as soon as he came back. Mm-hmm. Fearless. But, but, yeah, he went from Superman to Batman real quick. Yep. Um, so, our, our president yeah, no, are with Tyler Zombro. That's uh, so yeah. sheesh. unfortunate. And uh, hope he any comes back strong. Any sort of like brain hemorrhage or anything like that? or I don't believe so. He's stable, yeah. so I doubt it. Wow. So very lucky. Very yeah. lucky. Yeah. That could have been very bad. Yep. You know, can you imagine being the hitter there? No. You uh I, I saw like, that the, I saw that they uh brought in a therapist. Dude, it's gotta the be teams. it's gotta be the exact same feeling that the guy on uh that yeah. who was it, the the Dimebags or who was it? Braves. That, uh, Braves, Braves. That Braves. Hit Pilar. It's probably the exact same feeling. Yeah. Hundred percent. As um, how horrible you feel, Cabrera, Cabrera with the Harper. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like you. Don't, you don't want to fucking hit anybody in the face, you know. Right. You want to hit. You want to hit them in the you know yeah. in the torso or whatever, whatever. You know, it is what it is. But nobody wants to hit anybody in the fucking face and hurt them. No. I can't even imagine like the fucking guilt. That wasn't eating him alive unless until he heard. You know, he's stable like that. Yeah. Dude, that would send me over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So our prayers with Tyler Zombro, and uh, hopefully, hopefully he comes back uh, healthy yeah. and soon. New, new favorite minor league player, right there. Hopefully, makes the major league soon. Yeah. Yeah. He was Always doing well for a good story. Three one two ERA. Um. Also, uh, other news that's not 
ML Major League Baseball related. Uh, Team USA qualify for the Olympics. Yes, they are the fifth country to qualify. I know. I'm trying to think of the other the other four. I know Israel's so one. The, it was all the uh, European and Asian countries. Yeah, it was, it was Israel's other, one. It was Korea, Japan, and then uh, one European, one more European base. I can't remember. Yeah, my my Google Chrome froze, so I can't even. That's yeah, okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, we also have something else so, baseball related, Max. Congrats, congrats to baseball. Remember the thing we talked about the other night that's non baseball related? I want to hear this. No, this, I don't the, actually. The, the JMU? Oh, yeah, no. Well, and then Alabama, too. But yeah, touch on, touch on JMU, Mike. So in the Women's College World Series, J- James Madison University became the first team ever that was unseated to win their first two games and make it to the semifinals beating the number one ranked team, Oklahoma, and the fifth ranked team, Oklahoma State. Wow. In Oklahoma. Like, the games were in Oklahoma. Wow. In the regional, yeah. And then, oh, what was her name? It was a pick from Alabama. Um, what was her name? Perfect game on our 21st. 21 up, 21 down mm-hmm. on our 21st. I don't remember her name. What was her name? I know you sent. I know I sent it to you. I don't remember her name though. To find it, Courtney Montana Montana Fouts. That was close. Montana Fouts. So shout out to Montana Fouts. Twenty one up, twenty one down on your twenty first. That's awesome. Yep. I can only imagine how drunk you got after that game. (laughs) (laughs) Party hard. But oh yeah, and well deserved too. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, Lou Gehrig Day. That was on Tuesday. Um, I mean, well, what's there really to say? Lou Gehrig's a legend. He, you know, one of the greatest speeches of all time. Fireworks going off like crazy. Yeah, I, I'm um, hearing. I think I'm hearing it through your shit too. Are you sure? There must be an echo then. Um. Y'all hear a pop, pop, just let us know. <laughs> Unless Billy decides to edit it out, then don't let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'm it out. I'm, I, don't, I don't hear it. So it must be like that way or something. Yeah, it's got to be like, yeah. But, uh, it's an outside time. Like, don't worry about it. You're not, you're not cool enough for fireworks. <laughs> oh, oh, and you got my, dogs now. There's, there's my dog. <laughs> we got an electric episode today. But, uh, Lou Gehrig, yeah, Lou Gehrig Day. Uh, it was what the fourth, I want to say, or the second. It was the second, second, yeah. which would make a lot of sense. Why? Why does that make sense, Mike? Because the fourth was my mom's birthday, so and it wasn't that day. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, listen, Lou Gehrig. It's it's long overdue that he's been that trying to get honored and. Obviously, we have a fucking disease that's in his name that obviously we want to raise, raise awareness for and, and try and find a cure for. Um, ALS, obviously, no joke. Uh, yeah, so I think it was really well done. It was very under-publicized, I want to say. Because, like, you look at Jackie Robinson Day, and it's, like, this big spectacle. Well, I understand it was the first year of Lou Gehrig Day, but 
Yeah. You want, you want to go big or go home at the beginning, right? They have other ALS like associated things as well. That's why it's. I I think it wasn't as as publicized. It kind of just came out of nowhere. There was really no publicity except for hey, it's Luke Eric Day. Yeah, I mean there was the the publicity like the beginning of the season, and then. Yeah, there was no like build up. Uh, there was no. Like, yeah. Like the day of, obviously, they threw up a bunch of Lou Gehrig stats and stuff like that, but yeah, but nothing, nothing too crazy in the buildup. No, and I, I think that's, you know, we've we talked about this in different variants, but Major League Baseball does a horrible job marketing things. This was definitely another thing they could have done a lot better on, in my eyes at least. Yeah, because like ALS, obviously, you want to raise a shit ton of money for it to get find that what, what's you know what goes into that because that thing's fucking terrifying that disease is fucking yeah. terrifying man and like i wouldn't mm-hmm. wish it on my worst enemy and i hate my worst enemies i mean you know? I, I mean i'd hope Rough, so. man <laughs> no 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 no, no. Um, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty fucking brutal um, yeah i'm an asshole when it comes to my worst enemies but yeah i wouldn't even wish i had less on them okay Dark. Very. So I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Lou, Lou, Lou Gary. Lou Gary is actually one of the reasons that I actually love baseball as much as I do. Uh, he pioneered the sport for me. Really pioneered my love for the sport. Um, he's part. He's part of this. This cool thing that I that I used that I used oh, to the collect. Coins? These uh, uh, the coins, the pins, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, all these Yankees in there. And he was actually number one that came out. This was uh, New York Post. I remember so, when they did that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 05. Crazy. Long ass time ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, Lou Gehrig's a fucking legend. And uh, yeah, look look for look for a cure for ALS or uh, at least stabilize it or something, you know. Um. Again, a, a poor job of of building up to it and stuff like that from Major League Baseball. Why? Because, as I said, when you stepped away, you know, I said to Mike, Major League Baseball has a spectacle, spectacle of Jackie Robinson Day. Understandably okay. so. New cleats and everything like that for players. But Lou Gehrig Day, there was nothing really of the sorts. They just threw some some Lou Gehrig highlights, some quotes and stuff like that up on socials, and that was really that for the most part. What are they supposed to do? You know, I I don't know. Supposed to have everybody wear number four? No, not, not not like that. But like, they all wore a patch. I don't know. I don't know. What I mean, what really can? What else can you really do? Yeah, I, I get that, but like, if you're gonna have a day like a honor a, a player like uh, like especially like a statue of Lou Gehrig, mm-hmm. you want to do something that's bigger than just a patch and some awareness for the disease. You know, if like what though? Who, I don't know. I can't think of things on the spot, but like, if you give me, what, I, guess, five, I guess that's not five I guess that's months why of you're planning. Not mar- you're not the marketing director of MLB. I'm probably better than that guy <laughs> does anyway. I mean, well, he's got restrictions, and you know it. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I really, I feel like they did a nice job honoring him. They played, you know, they played his speech. They played, uh, they had uh, at 15 different, or not 15 different ballparks. Um, how many different ballparks was it? Seven, maybe? Eight? Whatever it was. They had uh, ALS, people with ALS throughout the first pitch. And, yep. I know the uh, Red Sox honored Pete Frady's. Um, mm-hmm. And the Cubs had Steve Gleason out. Steve Gleason, the former New Orleans Saint. Yeah, who suffers from ALS? So, so I did yeah. see that. Yeah, a lot. yeah. They, they, a bunch of them had, uh, you know, had people who who have who have ALS throughout the first pitch and and were there for the games. So, uh, I feel like for the first annual Lou Gehrig Day, I feel like they did a good job personally. Fair. Okay, that's fair. They can only grow up with it, like you said. The exactly. bar is slow. It's gonna go up. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, I just I just can't really see what else they would do. We yeah, like it's not like he was a game changing person. Like he he didn't he he's not to the level of Jackie where Jackie really changed, changed the, the entire game. Entire game, yeah. The only per the yeah. only other person I could see them ever doing that for would be Clemente. Yeah. They Which they do. Fair. Kinda. Kinda of. so. players. Yeah. Like where where I'm saying where they would all just wear yeah. the same number that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a nice little tribute. All right. Uh, so move on to, uh, current events. Uh, the most current event, I guess. And it, uh, is only going to keep going. The youngsters power surge that, uh, you know, they're, Something else. Tatis, Vladdy, and Acuna leading uh, leading the league in uh, homers. They're 17. Dude, uh, Tatis, Tatis and Acuna so have 17, watch. and then Vladdy has 18. Tatis is so fun to watch when it's not against the Mets. I think he was still same, fun to watch. Same thing with Acuna. Like, you know, these guys can burn you with one swing of the bat. And with their and... speed, too. Yeah, I love, I love how they were freaking out about his play that he made. He got out McCann, a guy who could barely run. But Dude, I know. <laughs> After he bobbled the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Yeah, that, that's that's the only downside that comes with this, I think. So it's just I, the, the constant dick sucking of him. Of, yeah, really. Tatis and Vladdy just are getting just. They're, they're getting emptied every fucking day by MLB, dude. It's crazy. Um, but I, I think that was the first full series I watched of Tatis. I don't think he's ever been in a series, a full series against the Mets, has he? No, not he, right. The, after the past, he got called up in 2019 after the Mets played him for the series. Yeah, yeah, second series, uh-huh. and then yeah. last year we had no, year, no Mets Padres. So yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first real series that I watched of him, and uh, I'm impressed. Definitely impressed. Um offensively on the base paths insanely impressive i mean the the instincts on the base paths is like second to none you know um i just don't really understand how he's so fucking horrible defensively like he his potential to be an elite fielder is mind-blowing like he's a cannon arm he has he could have such great range he just gets like such bad reads on the ball. He's got the 
dude, he's got the hardest fucking hands in the world. Like, how many balls did he bobble this fucking weekend? You know, a bunch. At, at least one a game. You know, and then when he and then when he catches it clean, he he rushes his throws. Mm-hmm. He fucking just fires it. Yep. Yeah, he's fucking firing at ninety five across the dude. He was still fucking only a third up the line. Relax. Hurt yourself. This week was the five year anniversary of the trade. Yes. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Still don't understand that trade either. Crazy. Might be the worst trade in rookie ball. It's the only reason, and it's insane. It's game shields. Like they literally just signed him. I believe a like two months or whatever. Yeah. Maybe not even. I think it was. Imagine he was on that few weeks. If he was on the fucking White Sox, oh god! Yeah, the Mariners would have been traded already. Or, that would have been interesting. Or playing too. second base, right? Or magical, yes. Or somebody would be playing outfield or something. Just... The White Sox would have a very interesting dilemma there, and Tony Lewis would have a lot more personality than manager just than you're, you're mean. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, yeah, that would that would uh that would be interesting. That's asking for disaster. That would be very interesting to watch. Um, I I gotta say though, I I think I am more impressed with Vladdy because Tatis. Oh yeah, by the way, Tatis has the most home runs for a 22 player or younger through 60 games or something. Like he beat uh, Bryce Harper and uh, who's who's the Red Sox? Back in like '68, the fuck was his name? Yes or no? Not yes. Um, um. Oh, it's some obscure guy, right? You know the guy that got hit in the fucking head. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I can't think of his name either. Italian guy. Um, yeah. He, he, they both had 16 through 60 games or something through their first 60 games. Uh, through 60 games as a. Uh, 22 or younger or something, whatever it was. Uh, and Tatis has 17 now. So he uh, he broke that. But uh, I feel like I've been more impressed with Vladdy, personally. Why? Uh, just a, I feel like he's a much better hitter. And he plays first base very well. He's He's got a fucking cannon. Uh, he doesn't it's the consistency too. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't overstep his boundaries as a as a defense uh, as a defensive player. He feels it well, and I, I mean, just the maturity level that he has gained over, you know, the past hundred games being in the major leagues is uncanny to me. I'll I'll say it every single time I talk about him. I, of all of the people I've seen, every baseball game I've ever went to. The sound the ball makes when he makes contact is is the most unique sound I've ever heard in my life. I could imagine. It, I can I can confirm that. You know, I saw him against the Yankees last week when he hit that fucking laser of a homer. Yes. Off Kluber, dude, it was just a different sound. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better term, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I but can imagine. Here's the real question. Go on. Out of those three, start, bench, cut. Starting Acuna. Benching Vladdy. Cutting Tatis. I love Tatis, and he he is one of the best, but Acuna is the most well-rounded player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with that. Tatis is just too many intangibles. Mm -hmm. 
he's a, such a wild horse everywhere, dude. That's even in the batter's box. He's a wild horse. You don't know what he's going to do. And I, I think he's going to have a great career. I think he's, he's going to mature and probably settle down defensively, but, uh, and hopefully learn from Machado more because man, Machado is just still that's, that's incredible. The best combo you could have in terms of Tatis growing mm-hmm. as well as protection. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic combo. Yeah. Love Tatis. And maybe that, maybe that list will change right now. I mean, in the future, but I mean, you can't, you can't tell me that either of them are better than Acuna as a player. I'll agree with that one hundred percent. I will, no doubt. Acuna, Acuna is Mike Trout like. Dude, he's like on, he's on pace to like fifty fifty, isn't yep. he? Yep. Yep. I mean, listen, you, you want to talk about someone who's on pace for some some record shit? But fucking Jacob Degrom, dude. This is like I, I feel like this is like Bauer in the offseason. We have to talk about Degrom every week. Yeah. Because it just gets crazier and crazier every week. Lowered his cur- season ERA to a point six two, a zero. Point six two through nine starts, which is the best now, ever through best, nine starts. Best, best it, ever. Yeah, best ever. And we're talking about Pedro in '99. We're talking about Bob Gibson in '68. Yeah, you know. You have to remember though, by the way. Was, yeah, go on. Marichal was the, the first. Mm-hmm. Marichal. That's what I was gonna say. Hold his second. And Marichal was actually before the mound was lowered, so that's why they don't compare him. Yeah, it's since 68, I think, right? 68 is when they moved the mound up, uh, down. Yeah. So through nine starts, and I'm going to read off DeGrom. Well, actually, no, I'll read off Pedro and Bob Gibson, and then I'll read off DeGrom because you got to set the stage here. So for Pedro in 2000, 68 and a third inning. 2000? Nine starts. This is from Jeff Passon. Oh, in first nine starts in 2000 was better than 99. In 2000, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 99. Well, either way, 99 was an unreal year for Pedro, and DeGrom's – going to top that too it looks like yeah thankfully uh but so pedro in 2000s through nine starts 68 and a third innings pitched 40 hits 14 walks 95 strikeouts three homers a 119 era fantastic phenomenal you'll take that 10 11 times out of 10 yep twice on sundays bob gibson 68 80 and two-thirds innings pitched 54 hits 20 walks, 57 strikeouts, two home runs, and a 134 ERA. Again, fucking fantastic. Jacob DeGrom this year through nine starts. Mm-hmm. 58 innings pitched, 25 hits, eight walks, 93 strikeouts, three home runs, and a .62 ERA. It's It's comical. Highest K per nine out of the three, too. It's like almost at yes, 15. By, yeah, it's, yeah. I think I saw yeah, he's also 14 something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, K through nine is 14.43. Gibson 68 was 6.36. Yeah. I better walk through nine either, uh, too. Uh, 1.24 compared to Gibson's 2.23. Worth noting also that, he, that he's also the oldest out of the three in those three seasons. He is. Only by a year over Gibson. Gibson was 32. Yeah, the hit through nine was, is, is astounding to me. It's 3.88 for DeGrom, mm-hmm. 6.02 for Gibson. Now, obviously, we're comparing it to Gibson because Pedro, the first nine starts in 2000, his 99 season overall was better. Yeah. But Gibson and 60, Gibson and 68 is synonymous. It's the best season ever. 
I mean, arguably, arguably, you could say that Pedro's was the what, Pedro's ninety nine was Pedro's ever because it's one A uh, and one B. I I don't agree because the the hitters were so much better in ninety nine than they fair. were in sixty eight, and that was steroid era. Correct, steroid era, yeah. And now we're in another hitters era. For the most part, you know, there's definitely more hitters than there are good pitchers. Uh, yeah, and I mean, this year is obviously a one-off in that category. I think I, I think it just had to do a, a, a hangover from lack of playing last year for the hitters, honestly. Yeah. They're, coming, they're no, all yeah, coming around. Talking about that. They're all coming around. Everything is settling back into baseball. So. Yeah. Now, but, Billy, you sent me something yeah. today, and I don't know if you sent it to the group chat or not, but you and I were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, I'll, then I'll go into what I sent too, which I know I sent to the group chat, but you sent me something from Howie Rose where he was talking about how, you know, if you didn't get a chance to see Doc or, or, or Seaver appreciate what you have, obviously this is in the Mets context, but you can also yeah. talk about this in baseball context. If you didn't see, get to see Bob Gibson or Randy Johnson, Pedro, if you weren't old enough to acknowledge the greatness there. Greg Maddox, yeah. Maddox, Maddox, Gladwin, Smoltz, that trio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It goes on and on. Diego DeGrom's the next is next in line in that list. You're he's talking about decades, the, guys. He's the now list. I mean, guys, he's it, now. It's, he could he could go down as the greatest. He could very easily. I mean, it, he's not going to have the wins, but his advanced metrics will. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, whoa. it's going to propel him. Just, just destroy it, everybody before him. I, because so on a. On MLB Network, I saw that they were talking about uh, is Jacob DeGrom a Hall of Famer? And uh, John uh, John O'Dowd, he was saying like 100% he's going to be Hall of Famer. Like there's almost no shot that he doesn't keep this up for at least a few more years. He's in year eight right now. And, you know, even if even if he does, you know, decent the next few years, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, and... He uh, what's it called? Brian Kenny was saying that he needs he would need to do it for another ten years, and it got me thinking like, why are we comparing Jacob Degrom to, you know, you're they're trying to compare him to like Pedro, Randy Johnson, uh, Nolan Ryan, right? Guy, guys, guys who went into their forties pitching, right? And Jacob Degrom probably will go into his forties, uh, I'd imagine. But I'd like to hope th- so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But as a Mets fan and a fan of Jacob DeGrom, I'd like to hope he doesn't do his but, 40s. But let's say he doesn't, right? Who's a pitcher who pitched for only 10 or Go 11 back. years? Boom. We have to start comparing Jacob DeGrom to, to Sandy Koufax more with this, mm-hmm. with the shorter span of just the most dominant. Just Jacob DeGrom has been over the past four seasons now, has been easily the best pitcher every single year. I mean, which which brings me to what I sent you guys. Yeah. June 6th, 2017. DeGrom allows eight eight earned in, in the first inning, right? He's upset. Terry Collins goes over to him, talks to him in the dugout. Since that day, four years ago to the day of this recording, Jacob DeGrom has a 2.12 ERA. That's over four seasons. Fucking absurd. So as Billy, as you said, yes, we should be comparing to Sandy Koufax. We should be comparing to these guys with shorter careers. And seven-year peak could be any number of 10 or 11 seasons. 
Yeah, I mean, what we're watching right now is unreal. Yeah, you you take out 2017, Jacob Degrom is. I mean, and even 17, he had what three five three five three. Yeah, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Three five three. I think you're exactly right. Um, and three one two in 2016. I mean, the dude only twice, only two times has he ever gone on. Yeah, it's absurd, and and you know we're looking at guys like Koufax and and. When you hear old timers, you know, your grandparents talk about Sandy Koufax. He's mentioned the same breath as Tom Seaver, as Nolan Ryan, as all these all time greats. Correct. Who have their rarefied air, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I, Sandy Koufax was right there. Oh, my bad. You lagged. Go on. No, so I said Sandy Koufax is right there. And Mm -hmm. we're going to put Jacob deGrom right next to Sandy Koufax, not under him. Not above, that, but right next to him. I that, think we're that's at where, that point. That, I I agree. I mean, he's in a he's in a severe hitter's era right now. Um, I mean, since since the ball has changed, I mean, he he got you know he got messed up a little bit in 2016 and 2017. But like you said, I actually watched a video on uh, this guy totally just breaking down and analyzing that that game and then the rest of the season, and it, that totally convinced me that that was when Jacob Degrom was born. I mean. He was a good pitcher before that, and like you know, we all loved him. But what was he wasn't our guy. He wasn't really. Jacob Degrom. He he wasn't our guy. Like it, it was Harvey, and then in 2016, Noah kind of took over because all the injuries. So no, it was really just Noah and, and Bartolo that were in that pitching staff, and Lugo and Gazelman came up. And then 2017, he kind he got roughed up a, a bit, and he had a four year array going into uh, going into uh, after the end of the first month. Uh, and yeah, I mean. Ever since then, I mean, you know, the end of 2017. And then what really propelled him was uh, chopping off that hair. Which is crazy, too. You know, everybody's like, oh, he'll feel my, he'll feel my delivery. We're like, okay, yeah, okay, whatever. Because that one's two fucking Cy Youngs and is en route to a third one. Right? <laughs> I mean, and I don't want to say anything, obviously, too early, knocking on wood. Should have won it last year. Should have, no doubt. But, you know, we're looking at Jacob DeGrom. And again. This is going to be a weekly thing because he is as good as he is right now. Yeah. When you're talking about greatest seasons in baseball, yeah. No matter how it ends, mm-hmm. you will be talking about the first nine starts for Jacob Degrom to the end of the time. Yeah. First nine starts of 2020 for Jacob Degrom will forever be in the topic of when you talk about greatest seasons. Mm-hmm. That'll be number oh, one. You, if you don't start. match that, or if you're not around there, I don't want to hear it. It's just, it's just in a different breath from everyone else, in my opinion, just because of because of the hitter pitcher dynamic now. So, I mean, Jacob Degrom is uh, is a growing legend as we speak, and you know we're we're blessed to see him, and we're super blessed to have him be on our favorite Thank team. God. Thank I God, mean, he's one of us. <laughs> the Mets, the Mets have been historically a great team for pitching, and uh, that that range true. I mean, you know, the obvious trivia question with that is Nolan Ryan won one World Series with who? The Mets in 69. World Series is a team. Thing. But again, you know, you talk about. I know what you're saying. But... Yeah. Um, but more importantly, I mean, we can. Jake... Oh, sorry. No, but more yeah, importantly, yeah. with the Jacob DeGrom thing, which is related back to the first thing we talked about the substances in his last start. Nope. Nothing changed. Yeah. 
I was like, where, where are you he's going at, with this, Mike? <laughs> no, no, no. Him, not, like, he stayed the exact same as he's been the entire he's, season. He's actually had two starts since they banned. Oh, since he had they two? Banned okay, substance. he had two? Yeah, against Arizona. That he totally fucking dominated. Yeah, but did he only pitch five in that? Anyway? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm six. a little worried. Five or six. I'm a little yeah. worried because, you know, six, uh, seven innings or six innings last, last time out? 85 pitches. He he was offered to go another inning, and he goes, "No, nah, I'm feeling my arm dragging a little bit." So I want to know. No, that's just will it that's catch just, up to him? No, that's just being smart. I I genuinely just believe that that's that's just him being smart. Him he knows taking, his body. Taking it easy. He, he knows. Yeah. He knows his body. He, he, he well, no, just, but I'm, I'm worried he, about it. Hold on. I I yeah. think I think because he he already missed two starts, and you know that he's fucking pissed that he missed those two starts. He's not willing to risk it again. That's fair. He, he felt That's fair. he felt like he might have been tightening up, or you know that he was getting a little fatigued or something, and he said, "Cutty here," you know. That's fair. No, I hundred percent. And you know, obviously, we so, didn't talk about Jacob Degrom till the end of time. But, since, since coming off the DL, he went five, six, and then seven, five against Colorado, right. six against Arizona, and then seven against. Uh, so yeah, he's just building the back up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, because he went three in his rehab start, embarrassing yeah. kids. Yeah. It, it, um, you know, it's just you got to be cautious. You got to be cautious. Still funniest thing. Did you see that the Diamondbacks tweeted out something about this Jacob Degrom? What do you expect to do yeah. about this? The card, the, the Palm Beach Cardinals go support group meets every Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, that yeah, Padres uh, could, could attend too. Yeah. Right. Uh, we talk about Jacob Degrom no matter what, all, all the time. And yeah, I saw a stat today, not because of Jacob Degrom. It's a pitching stat, but Jacob Degrom is on this list for this year. Fewest inning pitched to 90 strikeouts mm-hmm. as a starting pitcher in a single season since yeah. 19, sorry, 1893 when Mal mo- was moved to six feet six inches. Oh. The fewest ever yeah, do was right, last year, right. Shane Bieber. Yep. Shane Bieber at 55 and a third innings pitched. The next two this year, Corbin Burns and Jacob DeGrom, 56 and a third. Mm-hmm. Again, I saw the stat because of Corbin Burns. Yeah. There are some stats that we're not even looking at Jacob DeGrom because we expect this greatness. It's crazy. Corbin Burns at 13 strikeouts on Sunday. Yeah. Um, get, getting him, I think, 90-something, his new career high at 13. Yeah. Um, finishing off that yeah, top I mean, he's only been pitching for like two years anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came up in, what, 18? And he was a reliever? Yeah. yeah. Finishing off that list is uh, Glass now last year at 56 and two-thirds, as well mm-hmm. as Scherzer in 2018 at Six and two thirds. Yeah, you know, that's right. It's insane. What we're seeing out of Jacob Degrom and subsequently Corbin Burns and these other pitchers who are it, really just showing out this year. Yeah, it, it's very, it's very Max Scherzer esque. I mean, just you know, dude, it's three, it's three Mets pitchers and two Brewers pitchers. Like that's that's what it is. Like those yep. are the most dominant pitchers in baseball for the most part. Yeah. And yep. then Kevin Gosman too. Well, uh, for, yeah, except for the right. most part, they, you have Disco, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Disco yeah. got hit up. He got hit up a couple, but, yeah. But it's Gosman, nice and then you got uh, Ryu, and then it's mostly it it's those two teams. Mm-hmm. Though. Like, two, yeah, Gosman and Freddie for, and Freddie Peralta too. Peralta, yeah, that's Burns, right. Grom, Walker, and Stroman, yeah. Those are it's really the best crazy. two threes. I mean, um, does yeah. anybody even does anybody else even come close? You got Musgrove and. and uh, Darvish, Darvish, and, and then who's the third? Lamette, right? I, I uh, guess it would be Snell 
and he's been fucking. Stroud's been terrible. He, he's only had yes, one yeah. one good start, and it was against two major leaguers and a bunch of fucking double A guys. So slapdick. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, slapdick. So you would fucking hope that he would do well against that. And Lindor got two uh, got two hits off of him, right? Or just one. But by the way, real quick with Darvish. The dude yeah. can't hit for shit, but he's hitting fucking 470 against the Mets. Like, what is this bullshit? I mean, he's he's Japanese. Dude. He's he's what, 6'5"? He, he could hit. Dude, you know, he can't. He literally can't. Uh, like st- you think he you think stats? he really can't hit? Just because of stats, I dude, I don't I don't I don't buy into it. Let me say real quick. The Japanese his pitchers career, always hit well. His career average is 106. Don't care. How much does he fucking hit? He's been in the AL for most part. He was on he was on he Texas for he has 123 career at bats. Yeah, that's nothing. He was on Texas, Chicago, LA, now San Diego. But again, I think it was like he hits like one something again or or oh oh nine something against the rest of the league, but he's like four seventy against the Mets. Fine by me. Whatever happens. Something to right. something though, you know. Uh Let's jump. Let's jump forward. Uh, we, by the way, we actually have Jacob Degrom on fantasy, and uh, I thought you were going to say we have a Jacob Degrom interview. <laughs> Keep in mind, I wish. we had the second overall pick. We're like, we're taking Jacob Degrom. We yeah, we had no out. idea this would happen. <laughs> no, we had two. We had two. Um, uh, let's move on to another guy that uh, we we give full credit to uh, Chris Macca on this. So Macca, if you're listening, we thank you. Uh, Jesse Winker had a had a his second three homer game today. I mean, most underrated player in baseball. Yeah, one of yeah top top five, five easily. Yeah, offensively yeah. at least he can't. And play the like, funniest yeah, thing yeah, is yeah, like yeah. <laughs> two two years ago. I know between me and Billy, at least we fucking hate the dude. Uh, just that fans. one series, just that one. It was just that one series. It was just like Did, didn't, a little didn't, bit, but, didn't like that. But I mean, but now we're, he's a, he's our best fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care until, dude, until the best fucking friend <laughs> until the Mets play the Reds and he uh and he hits fucking well three dingers but, off off whoever off Peterson. But uh yeah, so. He, uh, you know, he he hit the three dingers, and that helped propel us this week in fantasy. I was about to say, dude, how how'd we end up doing? Because I know we were going into the we, we had a rough uh, rough Saturday. We, we did. We needed a big Sunday. We did which, for the second week in a row. Did yep. we get it? I got gotcha. you. So we got we won eight two. It was beers on the bench, our boys. Your, your <laughs> boys. And that's what wait, isn't that Winker without today? No, yes. I don't, oh no, 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 no. It's yeah. just four home runs. There's no way he hit seven home runs this week. There's no way he hit seven. No, he did. No, it's four. It's four because the highest four. this week was six. Yeah. And that was Patrick Wisdom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could touch on him quick. Not yeah, he's, a, he's in my players. Yeah, he's in my players. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll go. We we'll just wait. Um, yeah, just great. I mean, he really led us def- uh, offensively. I mean, Nick Magical had a nice week too. I didn't even see that. Yeah, three forty-eight. Yep. 
It's Stevenson. Oh, we we had a pretty yeah, nice in his, Tyler Steele, in his limited appearances. We we, did, yeah, we had a good offensive week. Yeah, we picked him up on Tuesday. Monday. Listen, I'll take Tuesday, limited Tuesday. plate appearances. With We've made results. a lot of moves. I haven't we looked did. at this in a while. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of injuries and a lot oh, yeah, of guys G-Man. not playing well. Yeah, we got, we've been snake bitten by injuries these days. We we have been. Uh, Bregman has kind of been a little cold the past two weeks, but no worry. We have wasn't, Jesse wasn't part of the offensive output output by the uh, Astros the other night. He wasn't there. Oh, yeah, he wasn't in the lineup. And box, but here here's our uh, our chat would blew our ERA up with an infinity. Dude, yeah. Yeah, could he get a fucking out this week? He he got caught right then and there. <laughs> I, oh yeah, that was, that was Friday night. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at these ERAs. He these guys, we didn't have a good week. No, not really. I mean, Jake had Shout 13. Out to Lugo 13 for having a shutout th- inning. An ERA of three. Yeah, Brian uh, Shaw one shutout inning. So to Grom, class, class, uh, Clase, Clase, however Clase. the fuck you say his name, Clase. Clase. Uh. Turnbull until he got fucking taken out because he got hurt. Um, and the he rest a rough was, week. Eh, Devin, Devin Williams wasn't too bad. One and one earned run and three. He, 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 got, he got a win. I got a win and two sure. holds. Yep, huge so, huge week for him to bounce back because we're looking we're looking to trade him a little bit. We were. I mean, he's still on the ball. We might still be. Thank and, God we thank God we have to grow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> sneaky sneaky pickup right here. Brian Shaw, Brian Shaw yeah. And then I mean, Ryu. Gant, oh, Ryu actually shit there, too. Yeah, he got he got shit. Uh, it's him and, it's him and Woodruff. got shit on today. And Ryu, yeah. Woodruff gave up two runs today. Or yesterday. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great week pitching, but it wasn't a bad week. Yeah, so we uh we came back pretty fucking good. I mean, we were down going into today again we're today. And, for the dramatics. Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> We're, we are the Sunday heroes. I mean, hey, I feel like we're the real Sunday league. No, relax, no, buddy. We're, we're not, not Sunday. We're not. If, no, if we're we were su- Sunday players, if we, if we were, su- no, we're the Sunday heroes. Sunday they come, heroes. they, they, dude, they, for whatever reason, these motherfuckers decide to fucking either pitch or hit amazing on Sunday every week. I think the most amazing thing is that now we're, uh, we're six and three on season. And we, our we, three we losses, we barely lost them. Like, neck yeah, and neck. Our, our team is built very fucking, very evenly. And we're making good moves. You know, listen, we're, we're on a roll. We're on yeah. a roll. What, what, are, what are the standings looking like real quick? We'll do a little we'll do a little standings update well, here. It won't be updated, but. Yeah. Not we'll too small. We'll kind of keep an eye on it. We'll be. All right. So the, the, the All Angels podcast. Mm-hmm. They're they're running the table in the beer league. Uh, what about the bush league? Let's see what we got. Yeah, Gombridge and they've been having a good year. Those guys are fun though. They seem like a fun fun group of guys. I've seen their stuff on Instagram. Yeah, you want to party with them? I would. I'll party with anyone. So as of now, we play pesky pole. Well, that's as of last week, obviously. We could always yeah. move up. Yeah, we don't know what they did this week. Yeah. Listen, wow, Sunday League podcast not even in the playoffs. Oh, so only eight teams. Only half the teams make the playoffs? Yep. Oh, no. 
Well, it's Constellation. It doesn't matter. They don't play in the winner's bracket. Yeah, but they could still get there, no? And they could avoid getting you know, relegated. Yeah, sure. That was, that was part of it. Yeah, part of the team up. in last place. Yeah, no, it's going to be a – listen, we're, we're off to a good start. Let's hope yeah. we can keep it going. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Listen, we did a good job drafting. And obviously, you could, if you want to take after our draft strategy, we'll our videos up on YouTube. Go check it out for your for your leagues next year, and yeah, get a, get an early start. Yeah, we got a we got a nice we got a nice team, nice well rounded team. That that was really what we shot for. We wanted the heavy pitching, in which this was actually our worst pitching week. So, uh, yeah. you know, we've we've been very successful. That three headed monster of Degrom, Degrom Ryu, and Woodruff. Uh, and then we've, we gotten lucky with Stephen Matz, who had a good early start. Yeah, season. Matz and Dunning. Uh, Dunning. Dunning. Yep, Dunning. And then uh, Gant has been. Gant hasn't given up a run until today. Yeah. Well, no, we've well, had, since we've we picked him up. Good moves. We've gotten ahead of some teams and, and made sure we got our guys. And mm-hmm. Chatwood was wasn't terrible until this week and last end of no, last he, week. He was he was good up until. This week, this week where he decided. To yeah, I mean, we only had him two and... weeks prior, but. Uh, yeah, listen, we made, we're making the right moves. We're doing. Yeah, well. yeah, we're we're yeah, definitely, definitely. With, with four baseball minds, I'd hope we're making the right moves. I mean, we we all we definitely had differences in the draft of ideas of what to do. Yes, yes but I uh, know I did. I mean, yes, I know we. <laughs> We, we listen to Max's suggestion. <laughs> All three of us look at each other. No, <laughs> no, that ain't it. No. <laughs> I mean, I really I, only. I was saying uh, Simeon though. For I was saying Simeon for a while. You did. No, you weren't. I said yeah. Simeon first. You go back and watch it. I said Simeon first. You were against Simeon at first. No, I was all for it with flexibility. Go back. Go back and watch. Go back and watch. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm the first one that's sent me. Mike Grant's phone. He's like, I'll check right now, real quick. <laughs> I'm not checking that. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do uh players, uh, all that regularly, shit. Like they scheduled program. <laughs> you had you had uh players of the week, Mike. Yeah, it's players. Nothing crazy. All right, uh, let's, let's we talked we about. We could do the I Patrick Will- Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six home runs this week in nine games, or it was nine seven games. games. He hit seven home runs. Oh, seven games. Sorry, six mm-hmm. home runs. Six home runs. Last seven. Yeah, there we go. And then there's guy Eric Deuce. I don't even know. I don't even know who he is. He's done. I think he's on Tampa. I've Milwaukee. seen. I've definitely seen he, the he, name. He, he hit five home runs this week, also. Okay. Never heard of him. <laughs> All right. Acuna uh, stole five bases this week, getting uh, closer and closer to that 40 40, 30 30, and possibly 50 50. And then we already talked about Burns' the strikeouts. He had 20 this week, and Giolito had 21. Hmm. And Shaman and I threw a complete game shut piece. Did he? I missed that. Yeah. Only one with the shut piece this week. You know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the nod to uh, Francisco Lindor, who's finally starting to heat up, and in a yep. big way, the Mets needed him. That I, I, I sound like a homer saying that, but listen, you know, this is a guy mean, who he's hitting uh, now he, through his last now through his something? last no. Hi, did he not get a hit today? I don't know. I didn't see. I thought you did. I'm not sure. Uh, but either way, you know, he, he's hitting over 370 in his last, I think, five to ten games. No, he didn't get yeah. it today. All right. My beat the streaks at four. There we go. 
355 yeah. over his last he seven. He brought his batting average up like like 30 points this yeah. past week or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. 355 over his last seven, 392 over his last uh, 10. And and he needed it. The Mets needed it. Mets fans needed it. it it's it been a, It's been a big week for him. Yeah. Patrick Wisdom, yeah. And then obviously you can't dismiss Jacob DeGrom, what he did. All right, relax. We uh, talked about him already. Blake, yeah. Blake Snell against no, the Mets. No, I'm no. Not, I don't give him credit on that shit. No, why he, not? He faced two major league bat, three major league batters. Three. Three. Is Billy McKin- McKinney one of them? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo on the uh, window. <laughs> Nito? He pitched yes, uh, yesterday or he pitched Friday? Pitched Friday. Nito's not a major league hitter. Okay. Uh, Pilar, I... All right. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about major league starters. Lindor, McCann, Alonzo. Yeah. Three. The rest are Pilar. Bench Bob. <laughs> Brandon Drury. Billy McKinney. Peraza, uh, Mason Williams, and then Lucchese. Pitcher spot. Oh, yeah, VR Cunsel came up to hit. Cuncil to Lucchese. Uh, VR came up to pinch hit, and Blankenhorn came up That's to pinch hit. When I saw that guy come up, I was like, I, who? Who did they trade? He's this, this is The Mets were his fourth team in a matter of two weeks. He was on oh, Seattle most recently. See that Seattle Brewers guy that keeps no, going no, back and that's forth? that's Jacob Nottingham, the catcher. <laughs> I, wonder hey, I believe he was on the Brewers before he was on the, on the Mariners. Surprised. So. They all just go together. <laughs> they just trade the same guys back and forth. All right. That and Mets West. Right. Any, any matchups of the week? I, I have five of my own. I wrote down seven. All right. You can go first. I can fill in the other ones. Blue Jays, White Sox. Braves, Phillies, Mets, Mets, Padres, yep. Red Sox, Blue Jays, yep. and Cubs, Cardinals. Yes. So I had Cubs, Padres, Astros, Red Sox. Um, did you even say that? Did you? No, I didn't. Uh, Nationals, Giants. I was thinking about that one. And yeah, and then that was the. Those are the mm. three that I had that you didn't. And then I, I have four pitching matchups that I want to watch for this week. Uh, Alec Manoa and Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Anderson and Zach Wheeler. Yep. Max Scherzer, Anthony DiScofani. Correct. Uh, and then Blake Snell and Jacob DeGrom. Ding, ding, ding. And then the only other one I had was Chris Bubik versus Chris Bassett on Sunday. Ooh, that's a good one. That's an underrated That's a choice. Low key one too, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I like I like those low key pitchers. <laughs> and Bubik's been solid since he came mm-hmm. up, even when he pitched last year. Yeah. And then Bassett's always been solid. Yeah. Yeah. Max, you have any? I didn't look. I'm actually looking into the Olympic stuff because that stuff fascinates me. All right, so then we're gonna go to power rankings uh, to Let's end it, it off. Let's do it. Max is sent you right. He did not send me his actually. I thought so. he said <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, Oh shit, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I was I was I was gonna write in the group, no, just don't send a picture of the, the standings <laughs> based on percentage. He did yeah, that no, what, he, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and we're like, no, we're just discrediting this. Three weeks ago. Yeah, no, he didn't he didn't send it out. So 
when you when you see it on uh, Instagram, it's his 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 will be Im- in, implemented into it. Um, did I ever tell you guys what I do to make it on Instagram? It's like no. a point system. Uh, I do MVP voting system. Mm-hmm. The point system, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you got ten to one reverse. Yeah, and then first place gets fourteen points. So, okay, I'm be taking notes. They Don't should. Guys, I'm going to abstain from voting. <laughs> I'm going to have zero vote. I'm going to ball- put, uh, put in an empty ballot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I still can't get over the fact that there were four of those. So stupid. All right. All right. All right. Max, off? you want to lead off? Number 10, I got the Cubbies. 10, I got the Cubs. At the Dodgers at 10. Number nine at the Mets. I have the Astros at nine. The Mets at nine. I have the Dodgers at eight. Mets at eight. The Cubs at eight. We're all around the same. The ballpark. Yeah, same, same thing. Brewers at seven. I have the Dodgers at seven. I have the Red Sox at seven. They've slipped the past couple of weeks. The past week. They, have. they lost a couple of games. They they, they, they only played well against them. the Yankees. Yeah, that's right. Well, I have they dropped the on beginning my list of the, too. the beginning of the week. They yeah, I mean they're still good. Don't worry, they're still really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I had to move. Max got Max got um, offended. I was curious where you're going with that one. Uh, you got a six. six. Yeah, I have the A's at six. I have the Red Sox at six. I have the Padres at six. I have the White Sox at five. I have the Athletics at five. At the Brewers at five. Padres at four. Padres at four. A's at four. I have the Giants at three. I have the White Sox at three. The White Sox at three. I have the Red Sox at two. I have the Giants at two. Giants at two. By the way, Red Sox fans, you're welcome. Because that will obviously heavily... Help them out in Billy's power rankings. <laughs> no, they won't. Probably They're not. They're not finishing top three. They ain't finishing top three. So yeah, and, and I don't think Mac is going to have him in the top four either. He's going to be pissed. He's probably not even going to have him on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now he says all those standings again. Uh, number one, I have the Rays. Yeah. Rays. Rays. Yeah. What are they? Fucking eight, seventeen in the last twenty. Yes. Yeah. yeah something like that. Some absurd. Yeah. Giant, giants are too, though. Oh, we got to touch on the one thing we forgot. We're oh, talking sorry. about the good now. Now we got to talk about the bad. Oh, shit. What was the bad? Uh, they the play the, very the D-backs. The D-backs. Well, the Orioles, too. 17 in a row. 17. Yeah. And yeah. the sad part is, like, their lineup is actually good. Yeah. They just yeah. have yeah. no yeah. pitching. Absolutely they, negative pitching. Like, like Zach Gallen is filthy, but he hasn't pitched. He's a and uh, dude, yeah, their 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 lineup. Like I, I think I said it to Mac the other day uh, when we when, uh, when the Mets were playing the Dodger, uh, Diamondbacks. I think I said something along the lines of like, dude, they have so many solid players. It's actually insane how bad they are. Carson like, Kelly, Carson Kelly, Christian Walker. Uh, they just even, got that back new Vargas. kid, pa- Paven hey, Smith. Paven Smith. I'm liking him. They got it. Oh, you like him? Oh, you like him now, Max? Now that he's not playing. I like how he plays. I don't like him. (laughs) He's a he's a poor man's Dustin May. (laughs) There you go. 
No, nah, he's good. Brand. I, I was he. Is and it true that good, he was? Sorry, Mike. Go on. Sorry, they play good defense too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, Nick Ahmed, you have Nick Ahmed, Telmarte, Eduardo uh, Escobar, Eduardo Rodriguez. Good at, oh yeah, Eduardo Eduardo Escobar, that, uh... sorry, David Peralta, they've Tim Tim LaCastro who can fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Yosemite Tomas still there? That's me, Castillo. He's, I think he's got. <laughs> he's wow. in China now. Or yeah, Paven Paven Smith was uh, seventh is... overall pick. Yeah. yeah, he was uh, right back in uh, 2017. So, oh, so he came up quick. Where did he, where did he go to college? University of Virginia. Oh, was he on the? Yeah, well, he was on the. He was on the World's World Series mm-hmm. team. Yeah, and he's a first baseman. He he never played outfield before uh, before sure. playing it in uh, AAA. Yeah, he, he looks athletic. He's yeah. athletic enough. Yeah. yeah, he's played. He's played all over the diamond. I think. I think they put him at third base at one point. No, because he's a lefty. Start. Really? Correct. Yeah. What am I thinking of? <laughs> no, must have the corner outfield spot then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he played. He's played all three outfield positions. Yeah. No, listen, the kid's got talent. Yeah. I I hated watching him play against the Mets because he fucking burned us. But they have a great team. They do offensively. The they have a great they're team. Fun to watch. They have a good good team. Now their nightmare pitching is a different story. Snake, then. I mean, it's kind no of the same intended. story. No pun intended, but it it's kind of the same story with the Orioles, though. The Orioles kind of have a decent offense. I mean, Cedric Mullins, Ced- Cedric Mullins is dude. He's otherworldly right now. The, the he dude, had a sick week too. Yeah, I mean, he, he fifteen for twenty eight. Yep, week. and he was just uh, he just broke his nine. Uh, he was nine for nine going into today, Insane. and broke it in the in his first at bat. He got robbed of a hit. I mean, that's insane. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, outside of John Means, this Orioles staff has done nothing. Yeah. I mean, and I will say, as, as expected, on the record, <laughs> I was wrong about Matt Harvey. <laughs> I was projecting what I w- hoped. You know, let's get the face to me. Yeah. Well. On Wednesday, right? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Mets another. He pitches against the Mets on Wednesday. Yeah, another two game set. Oh yeah, yep. Can't nope. keep track of this fucking schedule. Peter, so Peterson nice. versus Zimmerman, and then Walker Jeez. versus yep. Harvey. Yep. Wouldn't it be cool if Degrom went against Harvey? That'd be a fucking no hitter. Is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. But be pretty cool though. It'd be a flash in the past. That'd be cool. Yeah. And you know that uh, they were they were good friends when they were here. When he was here, so oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that is that's all I got for this episode. I mean, there's really not much else that I can uh, think of. There was one other thing. Oh, the yeah, the uh, the other the more getting very close to getting more no hitters again this week. Oh, uh, we had two more, right? Mm-hmm. Three. Yeah, three that went into the sixth. Two of them were against the Mets. Well, yep. wow. then it, then it would be yeah. What was it? Snell was through five. Darvish was through seven. Snow was, was the through other way five and a third. And, and then Darvish was like seven, right? Darvish was through – yeah, through seven. Six or seven. And then Peralta had one through seven also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on his birthday. Ready Peralta, yeah. Yeah. By the way, Bauer, Trevor Bauer's been so hot and cold this year. Um, everyone brings up. Oh, yeah. Entering Sunday. Under federal investigation. Nine hits, six runs, 
five earned five homers in twelve and two thirds innings. Yeah. Over his past two starts before Sunday against the Braves. I don't know how he did. Hey man, those those four those forty million dollar players are really living up to it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so anything else? Here's a yeah. stat. Okay. The team winning after the fifth inning in Nationals games is 43-0. Yeah, the, the Mets what uh the Mets are 20 and the Mets is the best home record in baseball, right? 20, I guess 24 and 6 yeah. now when uh when they score first. So they need to score if they score first they're winning basically. Which it's, is only one game uh, that they didn't score first now, right? Is there 27 wins? Oh, there are 29. 29, 23. Base, so. Baseball Reference released their uh, division title odds. At least I see for the NL at least uh, a couple of days ago. Their updated odds. They have okay. the Braves as the favorite in the NL East. The Cubs as the favorite in the Central. And the Padres as the favorite in the West. The closest rate one would be the NL East with the Braves at 34.3% and the Mets at 335 Doesn't really make any sense. Mathematical... Of the highest margin at 10.2% difference between them and the Cardinals. And the Dodgers are right behind the Padres at 397 I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen. So I'm yeah, a little confused. To be honest, to be honest, if you didn't listen, it's probably better because <laughs> mathematically, there's no reason why the Mets should be behind the Braves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Game, yeah, seven games in hand and a five-game lead. Yeah, I saw or, that. It, or it's three and a half game leader. Beyond stupid. Yeah, there, the there's, reference thing, yeah. There, there's no way if that's predicting that the Braves pitcher, like that the Braves pitchers are automatically going to turn into what they were last year. That's what it. Right. That's what. We're, that's we're what still it's missing Soroka. We're still missing, and he's not coming back for the rest of the year. I mean that that's just so so absurd in my opinion because they they have to be basing it on that they have to be basing it off of what happened last year because how else can you say that Max Fried is going to go from a four four point five and pitch two. and yeah to a two or something and pitch them into the fucking postseason how are you going to fucking say that that's absolutely ridiculous he had one good fucking you know span of ten games ridiculous fucking it's stupid. Don't don't believe what that shit says. I'm not, Propag- I'm not propaganda. It's it's propaganda. It's propaganda. Does uh, Fangraphs have their stuff yet? Ma- Macca, Macca, if you're listening, text text the group chat right now and tell Max that he's wrong for even believing baseball reference for a second. I didn't say I was believing it. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, going back to, to James Brown real quick, the Palm Beach Cardinals did tweet about his last start. Uh, someone tweeted them, hey, at Palm Beach Cardinals, remind the Padres when the Jacob DeGrom support group meets again. <laughs> and they quote tweeted with Wednesday mornings. All new Padres representatives are required to bring the donuts and coffee to the next meeting. <laughs> funny, actually. Uh, I, this Twitter account is is just, you know, I mean, they're, it, they're 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 doing well. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good running on joke for the. For I'm checking while. it every five days. You know, and they're fucking <laughs> low. They're, they're fucking they're rookie well, ball. He pitches against the Padres again next week, so. As a, as a reply that I see is, as a Padres fan, I find this sad. We are now in the support group, but in all seriousness, are we talking bear claws and apple fritters? If so, I'll clean my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the Palm Beach Cardinals go, we'll allow them. Close up the donuts. That's funny. But, I got to end this episode on a high note. That was a good one to end on. Yeah. What episode is this? 80? 80. 80 episodes. Episode 80. Books. Yeah. Maybe, made, maybe uh, by a hundred we'll be able to do it in person. <laughs> That'd be nice. That 
actually? Two weeks? Yeah, we definitely, definitely possible. We we will be. That'll be like October. I mean, yeah. what's stopping us? Just us, right? We don't want to. We haven't done it yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And the time that we do it. Yeah, timing. Yeah. We that that's really the thing. If we could find if we could find times that we could all do it together, yeah, we we'll we'll do it. We'll definitely have episode one hundred all together. Yeah. Set up set up all nicely. Episode eighty though in the books. Go check yeah. out all the other uh, podcasts on the network. Try to say it's sports beat. We're not gonna talk to you about the cut. Don't worry about that. The cut. Um, when's it? When's the new episode coming out? I had a busy week. I forgot. I fucked up. Um, we talked about this what, on Friday. What, who's, <laughs> on who's your next actual guest gonna be? Working on it. Come on, buddy. Working on it. Um, Mac, a text him and tell him, tell him, tell him it's me. On the power play playoff hockey, your uh, your Islanders are what tied two two. Yes. Yes. Two two. Two two. Bruins. Yeah, Mike, how's that been? Fuck the Bruins. It's been great. Fuck Charlie McAvoy, you bitch. Fuck Long Beach too. From the <laughs> tips, our golf podcast, Brian and Rick, they have a summer, summer, full summer plan. That's gonna be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I know they're taking, taking a little roadie, play some golf yep. at one point. And yeah, that's about it. Southsideprod.com. Check it out. Uh, share everything. Like everything. Subscribe, rate, review. Unsubscribe, resubscribe again. Yeah, do what you gotta do. Um, yeah. Oh, of course, if you if you listen and you didn't watch, go watch. If you watch and you didn't listen, go listen. And don't forget to buy merch. Or I don't forget to buy merch because the hats are fucking fire. Tasteful pictures. And you get <laughs> way more than a tasteful picture. It hey, is listen. an untasteful picture if you can buy a hat. So hold on, hold on. it's summertime. I'm hearing all this hot girl summer shit. What about hot boy summer? Let's get it going. Hot boy summer? You know what? Let's get let, it going. Let's get let, it going. Let, let's make a hot boy summer shirt. Fuck, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, this has been Taking Pitch episode 80. Billy, Mike, I'm Max. Macca, where the fuck are you? Anyway, peace. 80% Macca, 80%. Love you. Bye.